the college football experience week one top ten upsets episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our uh, NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog Fantasy is uh, offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Yes, $15 million. What are you doing, folks? Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by our own college football bankroll challenge. Up to three thousand dollars up for grabs. So get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bank. What is always remember to let it ride. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride, baby. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Week one, top 10 upsets. Oh, I am just, we got games kicking off in like three hours, Mm. three hours. Just what a delightful experience. You know, amazing. We're here. This is why you wake up in the morning. This is why you go through the sickness. That's what I'm saying. I had to get my sickness out of the way for the season. Amazing. All right. All so right. I went out and I, I saw it. I saw it after it, man. Mm-hmm. I was going to the Venice dog park, Woo. talking to the homeless people. <laughs> it's just see if anyone wants to make out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Just, just, get in there. Everyone's excited for college football. The homeless, yeah. the dogs. Say it. I told my wife I got to do this, honey. Cause during the season I can't afford to get sick. All right. Can't, don't get that's what our coach used to say. Don't get sick. Don't get hurt. Two rules. Yeah. You don't get hurt. You don't get hurt. Mm-mm. You don't get sick. That's nope. what we do at SGPN. Part of the motto next to our uh, Shrek sport uh, for our, our, our members there. <laughs> the old Shrek list, the old naked slingshot. <laughs> uh, folks, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swigger, database Dan, AKA pick D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when Dundee happened he was a superstar I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping I would have killed a normal man but nah. now that's gone the medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning oh yeah Med- medical advice I got life. yesterday was guess what college football starts in 24 hours oh yeah we're here baby yes. all right my doctor. All right. Remember Dr. Z? Dr. Z. Remember Zimmerman. Dr. Whatever happened to that guy? Paul Zimmerman. He died. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, he led the he led the great full life. Yeah. Paul Zimmerman. R.I.P. Shout out to Paul, Gary, all the Zimmermans. 
I am joined by host of the Bottom Line Bombs podcast, which you should be subscribed to. Stop fucking around, people. Mm. Get on over there, subscribe, and he brought along. I'm, I know I'm talking top ten upsets, and I'm sure some of those might be a few bombs from mm-hmm. old CJ Sullivan. They call him the man in the box. Give it up for CJ Sullivan. Thank you, Dundee. Thank you for toughing it out, getting the season out here. Got to do it. This man. is exciting. Got to do it. You know. First weekend. How, how, what do you think of this? By the way, we, we come up with the terms. You know uh, the, the names for us. We have uh, was it bombs down under? Bombs down under. Bombladesh. We were talking Bob about. Ladesh, yeah, is a good one. I love I love the mixing of the Australian and the bombs for some yeah. reason. I you love know, the, you had the crack theme. of bombs. The crack of bombs. I know you didn't like that as much. I was just spit, no, it's just, no, 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 it's a, just dude, spitball. No bad look, ideas. Yeah, there's no but, such thing as a bad idea. But the block because we do football, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Mondays and Thursdays. Now we have the block here. We have the college experience at noon, and then I'm at right afterwards at one thirty to bottom line bombs. Yeah. Have, the so C block. Yeah. How about the C oh, block? Oh, the C block. I like you that. Know? Colby, like that. CJ, college, the whole thing. The C, C block. block. And we start off with some C4. Yeah. And then we go into this to uh it's the C block because your block schedule, right? right? It's a block uh, schedule, I, C there. block, prison, the whole I'm thing. There. The Cheers Night Court Thursday. Oh, this is the Thursday fantastic. must see TV. C block. Now am I uh, am I like the cliff of uh of this operation, Cliff was the man in that yeah. Cheers. By the way, the un, the best character, easily the best character in Cheers, I think, was Cliff. Yeah, and Ratsum or whatever, who, who uh, who's extremely rich, by the way. Really, the real actor, because he got in on the ground floor of Pixar. Actually, no yeah, shit. Yeah, that's why he's in that Toy Story shit. But he was like an investor down there. That's insane. He's he, filthy rich. You know, uh, I know this is off topic, but you know, William Friedkin, the director mm-hmm. of uh, of The Exorcist. Yep, he just passed. Recently, recently. passed. Yep. My, I had a good friend that was good buddies with him and he had the opportunity. So William Friedkin was good friends with red Arbach. Yes. In the mid seventies after Friedkin's having success with his first couple films, uh, the French connection, I think, uh, Arbach says I can, I can give you 25% of the Boston Celtics for like 200 grand. And he goes, no, not at all. Can you imagine that? Can you fucking imagine that? Unbelievable. Shout out to the chat. We got Danya Johnson in the house. We got James S saying, yo, yes. what's up? Let's talk games. Yeah. We're done talking. John, Ra- John Ratzenberger. I should give, give him his respect. Cliff Clavin. He'll always be Cliff Clavin, but John Ratzenberger. He got in with the, the Pixar. He actually created, and he created that character Cliff Clavin. Cause he's like, I think he auditioned for Norm. They're like, okay, we're actually giving this guy uh, George Went. And he's like, okay, what about the know it all? They're like, what? Oh, you don't have a guy who knows it all at the bar? There's always that guy. So he just created the character. Like, fuck. And he did that. And they're like, go. That's what you got to do. You got to shoot mean, your shot. You got you to create your own path. And that's gotta what we're doing here. That's, and that's right. what we're doing here. That's with right, some buddy. College, with some all right. Bombs down under. Let's bombs do it. Bombs down under, baby. We're doing uh, it. Folks, get- we're going to get to games. All right. And I got a blueprint on how, on how you should be picking your Ooh, upsets. But I, I like want to. And I also want to hear about. Some bombs down under from CJ Sullivan on what he's liking on this weekend slate. Uh, But first, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the College Football Bankroll Challenge. College Mm. football is back, and to celebrate, SGPN has given a bunch of cash, you know, out there to the universe for our uh, College Football Bankroll Challenge. Mm. It's free to enter, season long contest, $1,000 for first place, $500 for second place. The prize doubles to two thousand and uh, for first, and and a thousand for second if you're a Patreon member for the college football season. So, <coughs> excuse me. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/bankroll, or click the link in the app. Once again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/bankroll. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. College football fans, are you ready for Week One? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with the just a, a can't miss offer to start the season off strong. 
This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any college football bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. You know this. All right. Appalachian State went into the big house and won. So you never know, right? Your team can go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast, and the only lock that's a guarantee is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the Colorado Buffaloes plus 21 points. I think you should maybe maybe throw five dollars or more, maybe. And you'll get two hundred back, regardless of the outcome. Why not? Uh, life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com/slash/football/terms. And we are back on the college football experience. So when I, when I thought about doing this episode, I thought, okay, week one, there's no preseason in college football. Right. So to me, what stands out as big time dog opportunity, normally the first two weeks of the college football season, I would say more than more than any other week of the season. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I think you don't have a preseason. I think if you were, so I made some bullet, just little bulletins here on a piece of paper, Yep, digital piece of paper. Didn't do the CJ, CJ thing. <laughs> Didn't have the, uh, the clipboard, but w- the key things, what I think of when, you know, complete roster turnover is one of the ones that's a red flag. Cause you, you have, you have no preseason, right? You also have quarterback situation. Right. If you have quarterback uncertainty, if you have a transfer quarterback coming in, if you have mm-hmm. a quarterback that's slightly dinged up, I think that's kind of a red flag. I also think coach, if you have a brand new coach coming in, that uh, unless he was with the program, if it's like an OC you're promoting within or a DC, that might get a pass. But I feel like if you're a brand new coach coming in, that is one of the things to me, that is important to, to, to check and, and p- to potentially fade. And the biggest one to me is a home game, mm. college football and college basketball. I host the college basketball experience too. I really believe you, you hit the road, you lose in college sports. I really believe that the more times you do that 18 to 22, two year olds aren't really meant to go in the toxic environments and get dubs. They're thinking about tits and ass and you know, everything else in life, right? There's a lot there. Yeah. So if you can find all any of those and throw it together, I think you'll find yourself some juicy, juicy mm-hmm. dogs. And I have 10 of them. I have 10 of them here. 10 do- juicy dogs is going to be amazing. <clears throat> that I think could hit because of these circumstances. So you're talking outrights, right? Money line. Outright. Outrights. All right. And, and check us out. Uh, for the most part, all of them. Let's go up Double and down digit dogs. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I love it. Let me get another sheet of paper. Uh, and I'll start. You want, you want me to start with the? Should we do countdown from number ten? Yeah, let's do it. Whatever you, however you okay. like it, or chronologically. Is there any tonight? By the way, uh, there is. You know, it didn't make my top ten, but it's just on the outside. You look at UConn. UConn's hosting NC State, oh, right? Oh, I love this, this is not one of my top ten. Okay, but 
This under this got votes under consideration. It did because what is the fact? What do you want? You want we saw NC State last year. They should have lost at East, East Carolina. East Carolina misses three field goals, an extra point, mm-hmm. and NC State escapes with a one point win. Right. Uh, I feel like now ECU was lit. That was a tough environment. I don't know that the wrench will be that lit in in in, uh, in New Haven there, mm. but I still feel like. Jim Moore overachieved. Do with they play on campus? Some stores? Up there? No, yeah. it's about like twenty minutes. Is it? Yeah, it's about twenty minutes outside of it. Um, Who cares? It's a fucking Hickville anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'll tell you this: Jim Moore had a great first year, and I thought he ba- he battled a oh, lot, a great. lot of adversity. Friend of the show. Yeah, his start starting quarterback got tore his knee up in the second quarter of the first game. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that much depth. They end up starting a freshman the rest of the year. They go to a bowl. No one had them bowling. Um, this year he brings in Joe Fagnano at quarterback, who is a transfer from Maine. The offense coordinator's from Maine. He's familiar with that system, so I like that. Checks the quarterback b- m- uh, box there of saying, "Hey, this is a guy familiar with the system." Meanwhile, on the other side, you have NC State, who is on the road. Now I get it. Brandon Armstrong and Robert and I have a track record, so you know it's not like they're just shifting to a brand new quarterback in right. a way. In a way, they got a history. But you're still you still have the the fact you're going on the road and you're facing an experienced offense coordinator and an experienced quarterback within that system. I like it. And I also think Jim Moore's skill, getting a month to prep. Uh, Jim Moore is a former defensive back for the Washington Huskies. Sure he coached is. defense. He's their defensive coordinator. Getting a month to prep for Robert and I's offense, which he faced last year when Syracuse beat the piss out of UConn, right? Mm-hmm. So I, it 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 didn't make my top ten. Okay, but if you want one for tonight, that could be juicy. The Huskies. I'm looking. Um, I'm looking at plus four forty-five on the money line. Getting fourteen now. That came down in the summer. That was like seventeen and a half. I remember. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's been coming some. down. Been yeah. coming down. It was fourteen and a half all day. Now it's at fourteen on game day. Um, they, are they going to get some of that national championship crowd? <laughs> some basketball making swing that over? trip. Yeah. No. They'll be lucky if they get <clears> any uh, women's basketball crowd to come over there. Yeah. So uh, all right. At number ten, I'm going to put one out there. Yeah. And this is going to be crazy because they should have lost in week zero. Louisiana Tech mm. is a, I think, a twenty-point dog at SMU, right? Okay, twenty-point dog. La Tech just played week zero. That's another angle of this I like, and I know the game under their belt. Now, what's your what's your theory with that, dude? Is it better to get a game under your belt experience, or is it worse because now your opponent actually has real film on you? And uh, they saw they saw what you actually want to do instead of trying to guess the summer work. You know, a lot of misinformation. And I know the recent numbers actually say there's no benefit of all, right? Uh, you know, at all. But uh, I still sense. think getting out there, getting a game in, I I would think is you know? especially if you have a situation like Louisiana Tech Bachmeyer uncertain, Br- Br- right. yeah, under uh, you know had, was was with Boise State the past like five years. I feel like. Mm. Uh, SMU was a team that was in the hundreds defensively last year. So the fact that La Tech gets to go in, you know, get a game under their belt, second half, their offense was a lot better. I think they're, I mean, look, SMU, we know that they went out and bought a bunch of players. Mm. What's one of my red flags is like, you're putting a whole new roster together. I just think it takes a little bit of time to build continuity. They haven't even taken the tags, the price tags off. Yeah. I mean, they're literally players with price tags on that running around that field in Dallas down yeah. there. And, yeah. And, and look, they, they have air raid schemes. They run. Okay. So Sonny Cumbie, the head coach, a lot tech, former leech guy. They're going to know that now I'm not, I'm not saying this is what like, this is the reason why this is number 10, right? 
It's just, I definitely think you got to take the points in this matchup, and I wouldn't be shocked if they won it outright. Getting 20. I'm not even seeing a money line on this game. That's how Woo. crazy it is on bet on. I'm looking at bet online just for you listeners out there. Uh, but if you do see it, I mean, I can imagine that's over five to one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, Getting 20. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that's a it's it's a it's I'm telling you, the, the, pay attention, it. pay attention. Uh, now that LaTeX is on the road, going into Gerald Ford Stadium. That's the one, you know, it does check a few boxes that I I'm against there. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number nine, this one I love. Northern Iowa is a very good FCS school. Kurt Warner, Diedrich Ward, David Johnson, they've been fucking good for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I haven't checked the line. I wrote this last night. Well, last night, this line was at 15 points, right? Mm-hmm. You were uh, sick last night. Pitch fever. Who? Oh, yeah. You were just seeing visions. These are beautiful. Yeah. Colby Dundee. Yeah. That's what I do. That's what I, I do, love buddy. It. All right. <laughs> uh, look, the last two times they played. So Iowa state won by six. The last time they played Okay. the, the time before that, I went to triple overtime. All the games were in Ames. Iowa state. Hunter Deckers, their starting quarterback, not with the team, right? Yeah, he he he. His, mo- his mom made a few parlays, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the high school principals that live in uh, in, in Iowa reported them, <laughs> and that's that. Uh, their starting running back, Jairio uh, Brock, no longer with the team, oh, right? Oh man, uh, they're starting defensive tackle. And that's just the ones we know about. There right. might be some other suspensions, first halves for for games. I was just going to say, I'm like, I can't even find a line for this game because of because of all the uncertainty I think going on in Ames. Yeah. So uh, look, and this is a game. Uh, you know why you don't have the line probably yet is the fact that they'll probably put it out Thursday night into Friday. Sure. But I I think you have all you also have the little brother angle. Yeah. You have uh you know players that were not recruited by Iowa State within that state that are sitting there saying fuck you. You know what I mean? So, uh, and they have one of the better quarterbacks in the FCS, Theo Day. They have a nasty defense. I love them on the money line against Matt Campbell. Woo! Wow. I love them. I love fade Matt Campbell. Yeah, I, I think, you know, and I think Matt Campbell's a good coach. I just feel like it's a, it's just it's a perfect he, storm. He messes up games. He wins games he's not supposed to win. Loses games he's supposed to win. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Okay, so number nine, you're in love with. I, think, I can't believe you got eight more juicy oh ones yeah. after Let's that. Go, yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's go. At number eight, yeah, I will take you to and and this is I think probably more of a mystery than the Iowa St- the Northern Iowa game, but that's just because I don't know what to expect with Central Michigan's offense. Mm. Friday night, Central Michigan's at Michigan State. Okay, so Central Michigan had a bunch of injuries last year. They ended up taking Bert Emanuel Jr. Uh, and kind of running just like wildcat stuff with him. Um, it, it, he's, he's on the roster still, but they, their, their team's healthier. Their actual starting quarterback from a year ago, transferred out to FIU or I'm sorry, FAU. But uh, this is one where you have kind of a both similar situation here. Michigan state lost Peyton Thorne late. I remember we had the Michigan state insider on the show that was saying they didn't think he was leaving. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it was like, you know, late April, early May, and he darts to Auburn for a bag of cash. They also lost Keon Coleman. So it makes this game like I kind of don't know. Noah Kim's never started a game. He's going to be starting for Michigan State. Central Michigan, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but I can tell you this Michigan State, I don't believe their offense will be very good this year. So can Central Michigan stay in the game? 
I think they can. I think Central Michigan. They did it uh, against Oklahoma State a year ago. They stayed in that game. I think they can stay in this game. Little uncertain because I don't know what is going on on the offensive side of the ball with mm-hmm. CMU, but I do think they're a better football team today than they were a year ago. And then it's the little brother angle, and I, I kind of put that there because of the little brother angle and the uncertainties going on at Michigan State. I like it. Uh, Central Michigan story, you know, good good history there too, yeah. as well as yeah, the program. Of, yeah, and Sparty, um, also good history, starting off bad, sluggish, and and allowing inferior teams, you know. To keep up with them because they're not going to blow you out. Yeah. Um, are these ranked by confidence at all? Is that what's going on there? Because yeah, because it feels like you're more confident in Northern Iowa than no, you are that's true. Michigan. I think I feel I should probably put Northern <laughs> Iowa ahead of them. You know, I I, I was uh, I was going in order and then I saw the Northern Iowa one late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, so let's just say yeah. they're not in any particular order. You'll give it a little emphasis if you need it. Yeah, but I feel like that's that they're alive. I think not Central like there's Michigan a loss on here. Dog. I'm not yeah. saying there's a loss on here. Oh yeah, they're all hitting. I right? mean, can we yeah. hit a 10 team money line dog parlay? Let's and fucking go. Buy this goddamn station. Uh, how do you feel about which which one? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would what what do you think would be more likely? La Tech winning at SMU or Central Michigan winning at Michigan State? Central Michigan, definitely. Okay. Uh, well, this one I actually really believe could hit. Okay. Like Central Michigan, I, I, there's a little bit uncertainty where I'm like, I got no idea what's happening. I do believe Miami Ohio can beat Miami Florida. I mean, they are the real Miami, especially when you add in the Van Dyke injury. The Van Dyke injury. I mean, Cristobal. You don't. I don't. Have to, I don't have to bring up that record. I mean, Miami Ohio had a money defense last Eight year in 21 straight up. Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm sorry. He was in the last 21 games favored by zero to nine and a half points. I know it's more than that. They've lost straight up yeah. with crystal ball. And I can tell you this. I think Miami, Ohio is a better team than middle Tennessee mm-hmm. was last year. Middle Tennessee put the, put it, put the uh, kibosh on, uh, <laughs> sure uh, did. on the hurricane there. But here's two reasons here. Okay. All right. A, they get Brett Gabbert get back. So if you're telling me you got an injured Van Dyke and he came back hot. Yeah. No, he's, you could argue, you could argue that they might have the better quarterbacks it, 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 situation going into the game with an mm-hmm. injured Van Dyke. Then there's no home crowd. There's no home crowd. There's no home crowd. They just have whiny moaning alumni who just talk about how they're not the U anymore. And I mean, like, and they brought, I mean, yes, they have brought back a lot of people I would say, but they're, they brought back bad players. Yeah. They, yeah. Of course they got, they have some talent on the skill position, which they'll always have because they're Miami, but you're right with Van Dyke. Hitch, I mean, this is a, <laughs> I'm not saying it's toss up. This is a pretty tight battle. Oh, I definitely think like if Miami does not come out, like if someone, t- if someone came up to me, if we were just chilling in the sports book and said, mm-hmm. Hey, I got a ticket for Miami, Ohio on the money line. I wouldn't think that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think this is a cer- certainly achievable. Chuck Martin's been there a long time. I would actually say the coaching edge goes to Miami, Ohio. Absolutely. Potent- does a yeah, coaching yeah, edge yeah, go to Miami, yeah. Ohio? Potentially the quarterback situation <laughs> yeah. with Van Dyke. Uh-huh. If he's dinged, if he's not a hundred percent, I'll take a Gabbert. Yeah. So, uh, and he, and with Gabbert making bullet predictions, I know. Right? <laughs> we did say that we don't like him really uh, yeah, <laughs> it because if, if Miami, if the Canes, if the U does anything, they do bold, they do shit talking, yeah. you know, they're good yeah. at that. And they, very and that's, good at that's that. what gets very them. Good at that. So they get motivated with yeah, that. So that's, that's the last thing. Maybe they lose by 50. Right. Uh, oh, they usually could. Yeah. I mean, they easily could, but I'm looking at plus 16 and a half. I'm, I got it over at 17 and a half earlier, but plus five fifty on the money line. Woo. Yeah. And Miami has Texas A&M on deck. Already looking ahead. Already, I'm <laughs> telling you. And and no, if you if you tune into our, our the C block or the season predictions, we are heavy on the Miami under seven and a half wins. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
folks. And remember bottom line bombs coming right after this show uh, on the C block on the C block, baby. Uh, yeah. I love, I love that play. Okay. So, so let me ask you this. I, I can't believe I, got I, six stronger plays than that. No. And I want you to jot, jot down what you think are the most likely. Okay. All right. Well, that's number one so far of the four you've, okay. that you've mentioned. I think, okay. Uh, then let's take you to this one doesn't qualify as a 10 point dog because they're a nine and a half point dog. Okay. That's still fine. The Toledo Rockets won the Mac last year. They're going to Champaign. Now, uh, I understand Illinois is one of the better defensive lines in college football. I that, that's a tr- that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But Toledo returns their entire offensive line and they <laughs> add in some depth. Like if, if you were to tell me, Kobe, what's the best offensive line in the MAC? I would say Toledo, and I would also say that they're probably the deepest offensive line unit in the MAC. So, can that can they hold up? Is the question, but Daquan Finn, their starting quarterback, is a dual threat quarterback. Uh, so if if they have to, you know, let's say the D line's getting after it, uh, I think you know his legs could be a benefit in this game. Uh, and the fact that they were very good a year ago, the fact that they returned pretty much their whole team, offense and defense, and look at Illinois. Illinois is breaking in a new quarterback, and not mm-hmm. only a new quarterback. Even if they make the the, their first two quarterbacks are transfers in. Yeah. Right. And we like Illinois this year, but I, I think, but you're right. I think it might, it might take them a while to go uh, if you, get this transition. Going. I would rather play Illinois week one no, than week five. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, Illinois is also breaking in a new defensive coordinator. Yep. Uh, you know, there's a, there's no chase Brown anymore. There's a lot more question marks on Illinois side than there is Toledo. Mm-hmm. I could totally see Toledo coming in there, especially in a close game. You know what you can trust in a close game, a team that's been together as a unit yeah. for, you know, past two years, whereas Illinois is kind of a team that they're patching, they're patching, patching it up, you know? So uh, you're right. Enough can't be said about the holdover quarterback coach, any, any continuity in the first month, at least, you know, yeah. of college football, 100%. And or they were really good. They were really good a year ago. I mean, wasn't that long ago where Toledo went to Notre Dame and had the lead with like two right. minutes left in the game. Notre Dame ends up pulling one Toledo, out there. Toledo's a handful, no yeah, matter they where beat you beat Arkansas in yeah. Arkansas, you know, like they they've had uh, very good wins of, they won at the big house. One of those years. Too. I, I like this like one. I like this host. one. It fits, yeah. it fits, it checks all the boxes. Illinois prime prime to get uh, picked off here. Yeah. I think, I think it's a very dangerous game for Illinois. And once again, you kind of have the quarterback situation that uh, it's checking the box there of, Hey, this is a quarterback. that's never been in this system. Mm-hmm. Game one against an experienced team. So much down. It's down to nine plus two ninety. So get yeah. in on that. And I believe this is it at flat nine right now. Flat nine. Flat yeah. nine. Okay, because I, I was at nine and a half last night. Um, this one, I'm going to take you to the Flaming Libs, Liberty. Mm-hmm. I was right. Yep. Look, Jamie Chadwell. I love the hire. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great football coach. But you want to talk about uh, uh, just a gigantic shift in offensive philosophy. Going from Hugh Strip Club Freeze to Jamie Chadwell, who's running like uh, the the modern day triple option out of the gun. Yes, right. It this one I truly believe like it's gonna take some fucking time for sure. Yeah. So Bowling Green, as much as I'm not a fan of Scott Leffler, he has been recruiting at a very high level for the MAC. The he knows what he like. He's in what I think year four or five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got. I feel like his core of, okay, I recruited this guy. Now I get it. He, he coming into last season, they were the most experienced team. They lost all that experience, but these are guys he recruited. 
Liberty, I feel like great hire, but I can't trust it throughout the month of September, maybe even October, just because I believe that that shit works on timing. I think that, that, that like it, it just plays a big role, especially on the, even on the defensive side of the ball too. They are breaking in a brand new coordinator on both sides of the ball, brand new head coach. I think Bowling Green is a live dog against the flame and lips. I, um, <clears throat> it's like you, uh, Saw some of my notes. I, this is for your video later. Get clip this up. Uh, Noah. Noah. Let's uh, go. Bowling green wins this by over a touchdown. Woo! Out Woo! Bowling green. Woo! This is what this is. This is on my sheet. This is my, this is my upside of the weekend. Upside. Bowling green wins this outright uh, I mean, by, by seven. Yeah. I mean, look, the more experienced team mm-hmm. is bowling green, even with the fact they lost all that experience from a year ago. Yep. Guys that have been with the program. You look at the, the, the transfer portal Liberty. It's, you know, just a gigantic list of players. Now I will say this. That place does get lit though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's it where sure like those, the flame and lib fans come out and they are passionate about their college football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like that, that's the only scary thing because mm-hmm. that box is checked in Liberty's favor. Um, but that would be, so that's, your, so that's your favorite so far. That's my, fa- that's my favorite. Upside. So I'm looking at plus nine and a half plus two eighty. I, I mean, I, I think the wrong team's favorite in this game, to be honest with you. I think it's the Liberty's in the name, like you're saying, that coach transition and what they're doing, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Let alone the talent that, you know, the quarterback's gone, but like, uh, are you at all worried about the home field environment? Cause that's, that's the only thing that keeps me, keeps me from really pulling the trigger. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's, let me say here, it's, they, pack that place. they do pack the yeah. place, you know, uh, they were in the third place bowling. And like you said about Macron, about the bowling green, they were a third place last year. They were six and six. Um, but you know, is it Jamie Chadwell's a new coach? Yeah, there? Jamie Chadwell coming over from Coastal Carolina, but that's a timing offense. Both you, sides of the ball, they're starting fresh. It's not just yeah. that they lost quarter. I mean, yeah. they lost everything. So you know, they're both breaking in a new quarterback. Um, and I believe that's like a more complex, like that's a harder, yeah, offense. But to Bowling just set Green up. is bringing talent back on offense. Liberty's bringing back nobody. Uh, Bowling Green brought in the f- former SEC starting quarterback uh, from uh, Missouri, Connor Basilak. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the Liberty's defense just got, you know, emptied out. They yeah. have nobody. Their best players there. are like at Baylor, right? LSU and a lot Colorado. Of, yeah. And yeah. that's with freeze too, as yeah. well as that, you know, and, and I get it. Anytime you get a, a, a coach going through moving up into a big time in this day and age, you know, the players go with them because they're the ones who recruited them. Yeah. Obviously just start quarterbacks. So. 100%. So, no, I love Bowling Green. Uh, all right. Look, yeah, lit, lit crowd, whatever it is. You know, yeah, that's the only thing that could go bonkers for me. Now, like, you do. Um, there are obviously different home field advantages in college football. 100%. It's not like NFL where it's a, a base three points for NFL. You know, home yeah. field advantage. Like, yeah. There's a difference between you know Temple getting one hundred percent. But also, you know, sometimes that can work if you pay attention to when the like te- NC Nick really was the one to to discover this. I think or to is that like Boston College. And Temple, and some of these other places that have that sleepy environment. The opposing—if you catch the middle of the year, not first game, mm-hmm. middle of the year—it's kind of one of those games you fall asleep for. Yes, and that's when they actually strangely become a live dog because the other team's not really looking forward to going in there. Mm. You know, okay. Like, and you add in cold weather. Um, look, we're gonna get to the rest, but I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. August is it's August 31st guys. What, what the fuck you doing? All right. Get your fantasy football shit together uh, and get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. And maybe you've never done best ball. All you have to do is one live snake draft 
no waivers, no trades. You set it, you forget it, and boom, underdog does the rest. And look, you might as well try out the underdog best ball mania tournament because they're giving away $15 million in total prizes. All of that up for grabs, including an absurd 3 million to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win? Huh? Do you kid? Um, time is now door shutting last day to get in September 7th, visit underdogfantasy.com. Find them in the app store. Sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Concerned your play call one eight hundred gambler. We're also brought to you by SGP Patriot. Yes, sports gambling podcast Patriot. What are you doing, folks? Check it out. All right, sign up for the Patriot to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. This week's uh, weekly patron pick them is all week one college football. And the prize is a cornhole board. Perfect for any college football tailgating. Cause come on half. The, one of the great reasons why college football is amazing is the fucking tailgating. All right. Get yourself a, get yourself a nice cornhole board. Uh, the Patreon's a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. So check it out. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back. People are talking about the money line. People yes. are, are guessing who I'm going to say next. I know. I feel like I can. I feel like I can guess a couple. Well, at least one. Well, yeah. Uh, I think you know, but I'm going to take you to one that uh, right. we were just talking about Temple. I was just going to say. I, 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 I know. You're, I know you're a zipper. <laughs> I think the zips. I mean, look. I think this game. I like the over. Love the over. Whatever the number, I don't care what it moves. Give me the over. That's my bomb. Yes. My bomb, uh, yeah. my bomb is over 57 in there. I have it at 54. I have it at 55. Every time I don't care. I don't yes. care what it gets up to. Yeah. To be honest with you. Be at 80. I'm like, give yep. me the over. Um, you don't have to worry about the home crowd. It's week one. You don't. That's why I like Akron's chances better than like when Memphis plays to end the season mm-hmm. in Philly. Um, but really, I, I think Joe Moorhead has the coaching advantage. I think the offense will be more fine-tuned in its second season. And I think bringing in Lorenzo Linger, a former five-star from Florida, to go with DJ Irons, and if Irons, because they, you know, he runs a lot. If he gets dinged up, they still have Jeff Undercuffler. Uh, so both quarterbacks very experienced with the zips. And on the other side of the ball, Stan Drayton. If you watch, if you go back and look at like the final five games mm-hmm. of Temple season last yep. year, I know we did the Temple preview. Yep. EJ Warner started to light things. EJ Warner, bit of a lawn chair, Kurt Warner's kid, but he was amazing. Whew. 18 touchdowns, He's 3000 yards, true like in, freshman. you know, seven games or whatever yeah. it was. He put up, uh, you know, put up what he put a 40 on ECU yeah. Houston. He almost beat SMU. I mean, they like were final just, four or five games. Yeah. You look at his stat sheet and you go, Holy shit. He's starting to, he's starting to, to get it all. The and game's then, starting yeah. to slow down for him. They bring back one of their best wideouts from a season ago. They also add in Dante, Wright, A receiver from Colorado state who was really good. Whew. Uh, yeah, that Temple offense will be. I yes. mean, they can compete with a lot of, a lot of teams in the country, offensive wise. One hundred percent. Now the, the 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 real the rush this defense. Is, this is why I, I'm worried. Yeah. This is why Akron's live. Okay. Is Temple uh, breaking in a brand new defense coordinator? They they were terrible. DJ Elliott off to the Philadelphia Eagles. Hundred ninety second against the rush last year. Yeah. Or hundred. Uh, or hundred. No. They let up one hundred ninety two yards a game. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah, I meant. Okay. That's what I meant. There we go. I remember one ninety two. I was going to say that's more than. Well, the they might as well have been hundred. I know. They might as well have been throw some FCS yeah. in there, yeah. there while you you're at it. <laughs> no, they they let up. I'm sorry. They let up one hundred ninety two yards a game on the ground. Yeah. And little side note for you, uh, as I said, transferred from the portal. 
Temple to Akron, revenge game, Allie Barkley, Saquon Barkley's brother. That's what I'm saying. Their run game happens to be a running back. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Who's got a revenge angle against Temple who can't stop the run. Yeah. And and, and you add in the all fact great, that the intel, the intel he's bringing. Yeah. Uh I and the fact that DJ Irons is a dual threat too so they can get really creative with uh mm-hmm. you know the they have they have a, I think their strongest position is probably uh the depth of their running back room. They also have a K-State transfer back there. Uh they got Adams, the LSU transfer a wide receiver. I just think this game Potential live dog, the Akron Zips. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see. And like I said, brand new defensive coordinator. Yeah, brand total shift in philosophy on what they're running defensively. When do you want to catch them? Game one. Right. So that I is like. My I mean, there. it's all all legitimate arguments. All everything makes sense. All everything we lined up, but uh, you're going Temple. Don't get in front of these Temple owls this year. Yeah. I'm telling you, this offense. I'm 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 loving Temple. Temple's bowl bound this year. I think they could be. They're both. They could be. They could and be. And, and they win this by twenty. This is a pivotal. It'll be. It'll be a nice first half <clears throat> battle going back and forth. First of all, the over is going to hit by halftime, and then Temple. I think Temple pulls away towards the end. This is a pivotal game for that over. There's I'll a tell 40, you that. This is a. Four, I'll, I'll pull a Dundee to an exact score: forty-five twenty-eight. Woo! Seventeen point win. The Owls mm-hmm. flying high. All right. So look, that's my number four. I'm down to number three. All right. Number three is. Colorado at TCU. <laughs> I love it. I, and look, look, I know you could say, wait, this is going against one of your things. They have a brand new roster of 70 fucking players. Yeah. Never been done before in college football history. Fair. But <laughs> TCU runs the same offensive system as Colorado, right? So Colorado goes out and hires Sean Lewis, the former Kent State coach. They run the same fucking offense, mm. right? And Colorado brings in all these new players, which Colorado say what you want about bringing in 70 new players. They're way better at the skill position players or the skill position level than they were a year ago. The concern that any Colorado fan should have is the depth. When is depth not going to play a big role? Game one, game two. Now, November, October, I am a little concerned about Colorado, but here's another thing. TCU only returns three offensive starters. Right, they were in a ton of close games a year ago. Yeah. I feel like every game they were winning by two, by three. They had the fire <laughs> drill kick team. You know what I mean? Right. I I think and and then you add in this is where Shador Sanders is from. This is where Dion raises kids. Both yeah. of them on the team. I just feel like this is a game that's going to be very very close. Well, it, de- it definitely has a possibility. With Colorado, we don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, I mean it's it's just an entire different roster. Yeah. Um. Now. People are saying that they don't because you know they had no talent last year. I mean, the line—it's all going to be about their offensive line and defensive line. But before they had nothing with it. But yeah. so if they can bring in, they can do something. They do. I mean, obviously they have Sanders, his, uh, uh, his son, whatever, a quarterback who's something. They can even nothing really would surprise me. Colorado can win this game outright or lose by forty. I wouldn't know. I literally don't know what's going to happen with Colorado. It, but it, we—I mean, you know, the people that follow Dion aren't scrubs. You know, he's got some Gucci luggage coming at him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and Insano. And Sano says Colorado's offensive line's not good. And look, yeah, I, they're not. They're not. True. But, but uh, I mean, and I know Tyler Brown. They were going to get Tyler Brown, who was a, a very good player in the FCS, and he's waiting on a waiver, something to monitor before Saturday morning. Mm. But because uh, they're appealing that, they actually ruled that he couldn't. But regardless, what is the benefit of that offense? What is the benefit uh, if you if you if you're familiar with that offense? You get the ball out hot. 
That's the point of that offense. That's how you negate a shitty offensive line, right? So they're running the perfect offense for having a bad offensive line. So there's that. All right. I believe, I believe that game is going to be close okay. any, any which way you cut it. Um, so you're telling me I can get 21 and, and uh, plus 700 or something. Something what? crazy. I can't even yeah. see a money line on yeah, that I one saw yet, plus but, but that'll come night. out. Yeah. There'll definitely be yeah. a Dion money line. It'll definitely be over 700. Cause if it's cause if Miami, Ohio is five fifty, and they're getting 16 and a half. So I imagine Louisiana tech and your Colorado's getting twenties will be around 700. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I think they're, they're live dog. I think they're alive dog. Now, like I said, depth is a huge issue. If Shador right. Sanders, who I think is a stud, if he gets injured, the, uh, that shit's over. Yeah. They're trouble. Yeah, it's over. You know, <laughs> Rip up like, your ticket, yeah, yeah. You know, and get, and enjoy that press conference. Yeah, but I think Travis Hunter. I know Daquan in the chat's talking about it. I think Jimmy Horn is a name people need to know. I think at a lot of spots in the skill position spots, they're actually better than TCU mm. at certain certain positions. Okay. So, wow. uh, gotta be fascinating to watch. Uh, but that's my number three. At number two, I have Washington State heading to Fort Collins, Colorado. Look, I like this a whole lot better when the whole world. Be, or before the whole world said, fuck you to Washington state. Yeah. I feel like people are talking about this one uh, because Washington state's going to get left behind. They've had a pretty good program over the past 30 years. And I feel like they shouldn't be left behind. Now they have a chip on their shoulder. I love this back in June. I did the Colorado state preview. I was like, this is insane. Back then the line was 13, right? I didn't understand the line. They're going to be running the same offense against each other. This is a lot like Colorado TCU in that capacity. They're both going air raid and Colorado State, if you look at Jay Norvell's history, normally year two, they make the big jump. Last year, they sucked, right? But they did get better as the season went along. I think they make a big jump this year. They were the most sacked team in the nation last year. I think the fact that he's gotten better on the line of scrimmage, I think the fact that Hugh Millen's son, Clay Millen, is going to know the system more. Mm -hmm. And I thought they did a, a great job in the portal bringing in talent. And they're this a home game. This a home game. It sure That's is. half the battle. If you can get these group of fives getting the home game, it's not that often that a, P, a P5 comes into your town. So you right. know this place is gonna they're gonna want to tear the goalposts fucking down. Mm -hmm. So now I liked it as a as a live dog play a lot better before the world said fuck you to Washington State. I know. I, I wish this wasn't the opener as well too because we like Washington State this year. Yeah. We love Cam Ward. You know what I mean? We like what they do. they also brought in some people in the portal. Their defense is gonna be. Uh, a little more bolstered. Oh, I expect this to be like a tie game though in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, but for like sure. I mean, third. this line yeah. this line does seem out of whack though. Yeah, it You're, doesn't make sense. I'm looking at it was 13 now it's down to 10 and a half plus 360. Yeah. I mean, at at you like you said at Fort Collins. For sure. As much as I like Washington State this year, this is a, this is definitely a tricky game. And, and what are what are the X factors you want now? I I know Cam Ward's an experienced quarterback. He's mm -hmm. been at Wazoo, so you can fade you can that doesn't check the box, but right. checking the box is the fact that the whole fucking crowd is going to be there behind Colorado state mm. behind Jay Norvell. Well, that's a, that's a home yeah. field advantage there. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, uh, but it seems like you still, you're all on the bowling green. Well, my number one, one though, if you, <laughs> if you see the picture here, okay. Oh yeah. No, this, I I'm, think I'm they are a complete fucking live dog. I mean, yeah, I'm Texas tech plays a shit ton of close games. I know a lot of people are saying that they're, they're the, they're the, the dark horse in the big 12. That's why I like this too, because everyone loves Texas yeah. tech this year. They're saying, Hey, they're going to go to the big 12 championship. Right. And how about this? Look ahead spot. Texas tech has Oregon on deck coming to Lubbock. And you think you're just going to watch up to the highest elevation mm -hmm. in America for a college football Get these game? Cowboys. Oh, 
Look, that place gets bonkers. That place gets uh, lit. That's Wyoming, what I'm saying. This is one. Wyoming in general. It's just yeah. an insane place. Yeah. They have a stat there. I think they've only had two convicted murders since like 1981. That doesn't mean there's only been two murders there. That's just, <laughs> that just means uh, they, 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 only two have made the courts. They they, yeah. they settle things their own way. Well, I'm gonna, out in the streets of I'm, Wyoming. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say there might be another one. That's this what Saturday. I'm saying, dude. This you Saturday do not want to mess around yeah. in Wyoming. Dude, this they're a perfect fucking dog here. I'm telling you. I love it. Uh, this one I love. And and a look ahead spot too for Texas Tech. Because I like Texas Tech, but in that conference, and this is like, you know, that conference, look ahead to Oregon next week. And they they get a month to pre- so what what does Texas Tech like to do? Zach Kitley, great mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. They run the air raid. They run the Mike Leach air raid. But they also run it with incredibly fast tempo. You know what kind of halts tempo? A gigantic fucking elevation where yeah. you're go- where you're huffing and puffing, right? Yeah, uh, that's right. I, uh, I mean, and then you add in the fact I know Wyoming's on their third string running back, but he averaged six yards a carry last year. I think he's, I think they're going to be fine. Wyoming returns ten of eleven on the defensive side of the ball. They had a month to prep for the air raid. I think they're live, baby. Woo! I'm on it. I like it. That's your number one, huh? That's my number one. I like it. I like it. it's a great home situation. That man, Colorado State, two great home situations for dogs for teams that people have been hyped about in the off season. So, which one am I craziest about? Which one are you sitting there saying, Dundee? You had a little bit too much Nyquil last night. Right? <laughs> Probably Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Texas Tech is good. <laughs> I will say that. Fair, fair. And and the look ahead spot, as much as I like it, it's tough to call the look ahead on week one because you have all summer just to prepare for this. Opponent. Sure. Are they preparing with against Oregon as well? Yes, the coaches are, but the players aren't. The players are locked in. They're giving the game plan for. But this, I just think know? in general, I mean, like take a look back at let's load up a Texas Tech schedule from a season ago. Okay. You know, they were good. That was John McGuire great fo- great first year, and I I was bullish on him. I was on the over with Texas Tech a season ago. Mm-hmm. But they won a lot of close games, man. It's not like they sat there and destroyed teams. So, and I would argue that like, to me, their defense, I mean, I guess it was improved, but it was still like towards the back half of the country defensively. So that means there's a lot of opportunity for Wyoming to have success. I mean, look, they played the Houston Cougars one 33, 30, they beat that they beat Houston and Texas in overtime uh, and Oklahoma. They had three overtime wins, right? A four point win against Iowa state. This team is not some not some juggernaut here. They don't have Byron Hanspot <laughs> back there. But Bam Morris, I, I think is a game. Right. This is going to be a game. I'm telling you, I, I've already, I already got my ticket on this. Uh, this is, this is I'm feeling good about this. One. I love it. And take the plus 14 to cover your ass. Just take in the case. number. Of course. Yeah. I always take the number with these things and then just sprinkle on the ML. And if you hit a round Robin, a couple of these guys, yeah, round Robin, these, you hit a couple of these bank, we're in profit bill. Boom. And I look honorable mentioned. Cause I know the chat was asking about why don't I have West Virginia, Penn state. I just, I was going like, to say, I would have guessed you would have definitely had West Virginia for sure. If it was in Morgantown, I'd be a hundred percent be on board. I but think West take Virginia, 20, I know oh, you're taking the 20. I love it. I yeah, love the 20. gobble those points. Yeah. I just feel like Penn state's definitely going to win the game. Mm-hmm. The Penn state will yeah. win that game for sure. So uh, I'm curious. I'm curious. Oh, well, I'm interested yeah. to see what a quarterback does. Penn state quarterback, especially hyped up quarterbacks don't have a good uh, track record, but uh, he seems like he's the real deal. Chat's asking for this. Uh, any thoughts on North Texas and South Alabama? Yes. Yes. See, South Alabama was too short of a dog, or or I, I would have been on my list. They were only a six point they're, dog. They're getting so I was six like, one ninety, but yeah. I I love them. Versus oh, I Tulane. love that. Yeah. No, Tulane's got Ole Miss on deck. Mm-hmm. Great spot. Great spot for South Alabama. Now North Texas. How do you feel about that one? Cal coming into Denton, Texas. I actually think mm. I lean Cal just because it's a brand new head coach for North Texas. 
even though they're kind of going to be running the same yeah. offense, but uh, I lean Cal there, but it wouldn't shock me if North Texas beat Cal. You No, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, I like South Alabama a lot more. South yeah. Alabama was primed for it because of I'm on South Alabama. I've already bet that right. one plus yeah. a six and a half, yeah. whatever. Cause just Tulane having a historical year last year and they're yeah. going to come down. They've lost that. I mean, and, and South Alabama was a damn good football team. <laughs> and year you know there, what so. they can do versus real teams. I got a couple bigger yeah. ones. I yeah, like tell the, me about these ones. All right, uh, South Alabama had in there. Uh, Bowling Green was my is my biggest uh, confident one. Okay, outright. Okay, um, I kind of like Nebraska tonight. By the way, also getting seven and a half. Well, and, after uh, that arrest video, I was feeling right? a lot better. <laughs> this is what they need. Yeah, I know the arrest video. Yeah. Then you had the women's volleyball kind of like um, ride that momentum. Took the attention off the uh, of the tight end there, but you know they got um, Minnesota just because. First of all, you know what you're getting out of Matt Roll. You're getting a well-coached team that's going to be prepared. Yeah. So for that, for them to get seven and a half, I think it's crazy. And, well, and I think you could say they have the better quarterback coming into the game. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you want to talk about new, you know, I mean, obviously flex there, but they lose Tanner Morgan, you know, their quarterback who wasn't a great quarterback. He, he, he ran that offense pretty well, Yeah. you know, and they're running back, uh, Muhammad uh, Imran, whatever, has yeah. 1,600 yards, 20 touchdowns. I mean, that's a lot of transition. The only thing that I'm scared about that game is uh-huh. I, I believe Nebraska's defensive line is in pretty bad shape. Yeah. And I think the strength of Minnesota besides their defense is their run game. Yeah. So I worry about now I still took Nebraska in the points. Okay. And I could, I could see them winning, but I, I think it, that's the thing that kept me really like from pulling the trigger on the money line play was I thought the Nebraska D line against Minnesota. I thought that's a clear edge to me for Minnesota. All right. All right, fair but, enough. I mean, if I want to play, I'm just playing a seven and a half. I think I think it's going to be a close game either way. So why not Certainly. sprinkle a little love bit? Love the under. On yes. I like the under in this I do game. Love yeah. the under. Uh, All right, here's my double digit dog for you. There we go. Another Let's one. go. Let's go. And it's right here in uh, beautiful Los Angeles, California. And I want to go with the uh, Coastal Carolina oh, over these UCLA boy. Big Bird, Bruins. aka Grayson McCall. Yeah, Grayson McCall. That's what I'm saying. I think they have the better quarterback. Speaking of transition, you yeah. know, I was fascinated by this because Grayson McCall enters the portal. Doesn't play in the bowl game. Uh, well, uh, some of that was because he was injured also, mm-hmm. but turns down a, ba- a big old bag of cash from Auburn. Everyone had him going to Auburn. Right. Uh, but he was sought after. A lot of people wanted yeah. him. Yeah. Now, he comes back. Remember, he's got the famous quote, I pissed Teal. All right. Love that. <laughs> the only concern to me is I, the, the coaching hire, brand new head coach. Yeah, new head coach. But you got to love the fact you have a super experienced quarterback. And a team that's you want to talk about pedigree. They've been a very good team for the past like three or four years. Absolutely, so. and they're going to you know who's who's chip throwing out there. Ethan Garlis, their quarterback. Garbers. I, mean, I think know, you're Garb- probably going to see a little bit of right. They're going to like yeah. throw three quarterbacks yeah. out there. They don't know what's going on. And Chip Kelly against non-conference games too. He's always been bad. Yeah. I think he's five and eight straight up. Four and, and nine against they the spread. Should have lost to South Alabama. Absolutely, last year. they should have lost yeah. South Alabama last year. Second field goal. My only concern is I don't like. The head coaching hire. Okay. Tim Beck was a guy that I like to fade at, at NC State. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe he's a better head coach than he is a coordinator. Right. That happens often. But I was reluctant to just, I didn't understand why they hired him. I thought there was a lot of interesting candidates out there. But I can tell you this Beck was able to retain Grayson McCall. Yeah, Grayson McCall. That's a huge, I mean- that's a huge win to start off his coaching tenure. So and UCLA is just replacing so much. Yeah, too. you know, I mean, like just not just Chardonnay, but you know, it was kind of Bobo, unheralded because, because of Caleb. NFL, yeah. People didn't talk enough about Dorius Thompson Robinson. Yeah, and how much and Jake he Bobo meant was right. Beast Jake Bobo. Bobo. Yeah. I mean, but you're right. The coaching is different. So he's got but a place I, called what Chadwell. I mean, who went to Liberty, right? Yeah, but I know I like this. 
you know that place isn't going to be lit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. an unlit yeah. home field advantage. Yeah, you know that's I not going to be lit. They, are, so. they, they paper those shows. I got more to my comedy shows than UCLA <laughs> out there. It's it's embarrassing how much they give away. They have the flyer <laughs> flyer seats to get out there. Uh, so what? Coastal's getting like fifteen. I Fourteen think. and a half. Uh, I'm yeah. looking at plus four eighty five. There we go. Um, South out Bam Bowling Green. Any, any other plays? One last one. Double digit dog. Uh, I don't think they're going to win outright, but I do like getting 14 and that's Boise state up in Washington. Oh man. Now I like Washington. Obviously Washington's Washington's got playoff hopes this year. Final final four hopes, but they don't do good as, as huge favorites. Yeah. You know, especially at home. I mean, they, when, when they're dogs, when they're not supposed to win, yes, they'll come get you. But when they're favored by, let me, I have a, I have a stat here for you. Um, I mean, Boise's been, they've already beaten Washington at Washington. Yeah. They're ranked, but. And they're bringing back nine starters from an offense that averaged like 29 a game last year. Yeah. You know, and you got Washington's defense, which they'll improve, but they gave up 33 points at least five different times. So, yeah. I mean, Either way, Boise will be within that number in the game, I think, because they're not going to stop Boise. Yeah. Now, Washington's going to score. I'm yeah. not saying that that's going to happen, you know. Yeah. But um, for them to be giving 14, I think that's a little too much hype of how good Washington is and panics and all that. That's too many points. I to agree. Boise. I agree, especially if you can get that hook. But, you know, NC Nick said it's the best game on Saturday. Yeah. Taylor uh, Green, I mean, stud, dual threat. Yes, I think you them six u- foot six. Them utilizing the running clock also yes. limit the possessions Washington gets. Uh, a couple other ones. I oh, here it is, real quick. Washington is one and two, not too bad. One and two is a favorite when they're favored by ten or twenty-one points. There you go. That's so. There you go. Uh, let me ask you. Here's another one that kind of caught my eye. Was honorable mentioned. South Florida's breaking in a brand new head coach mm-hmm. in Alex Galesh. They head to Western Kentucky. Now this goes against my belief of the the brand new head coach. Uh, but I. I'm not like South Florida lost a lot. They almost beat Florida at the swamp. They almost beat Cincinnati last year. They were better than one and 11. And he, so I believe he comes into a more talented team than people think. If he has them believing, I think they might be actually more talented. Their roster might actually be more talented than Western Kentucky's. So they're a 12 point dog. I think they could win that on the money line. Love it. So maybe, maybe you throw down on South Florida. Let me ask you about a couple others before we get out of here. Any chance after we saw UMass look like look like uh, the '85 Bears? <laughs> I know. Any chance they can hang with the Auburn Tigers? With Auburn, no. And freezes. Uh, yeah, first not with game? freezes first game. I know it hits checks your boxes, but it's still yeah. UMass. You know, going down there. If there's ever a letdown spot too, when UMass were playing, Fair. They know they're going in there to cash a check. But as you brought up, I'll I'll even interject because I know where you're going. As you brought up, anything can happen in college football. As you brought up Appalachian State. Yeah. I mean. I mean. You're East Carolina Pirates. How about oh, that? We going go. into there the big house. Go. Let's get a money there line on that game. 36 and a half. There we I go. say keep those 36 and a half points. Let's get a money line. Harbaugh watching at home. Look, and the offensive coordinator, Sharon Wright. Who the hell's calling the plays? Come on now. They got right. the fullback calling the plays? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, ECU's breaking in a brand new starting quarterback. Okay, he's got to go to the big house, all right? With all those private school pussies. Uh, look, I know they're not, they're not really a private school, but they, they, think are. they are. They are. They yeah. think they're Harvard yeah. up yeah. there. Exactly. They think they, I hate it. Exactly. And look, App State's done it to them. Right. Beautiful place, yeah. Ann Arbor. They, but they think they built this utopia up there. That yeah. they, that they, they don't think they're Big Ten. You're Big Ten, okay? <laughs> you see people throwing up in your hedges, they're Big Ten. <laughs> now, here's what I do like about this team. Even though we've never seen Mason Garcia start a game. I like the offensive defensive line. Mike Houston has built the offensive mm-hmm. defensive line. I think to bang 
And I think they'll be able to hold up better than most against Michigan. Right? So I think in that capacity, we definitely take the points without that. You never know. We got athletes, man. Yeah. And Keaton Mitchell just beat know. out Melvin Gordon. All right. In all, in all, uh, in all fairness and being true, uh, being truthful, but all seriousness, I should say, I think 36 and a half is too many points for East Carolina to be grabbing. Yeah. I don't think they're winning the game, but yeah. I mean, that's it way is. too it's many. Way points. too many. Uh, let me ask you what's more likely ECU upsets, Michigan or Buffalo upsets, Wisconsin. You know what? I don't think Buffalo is going to score. At all, oh, you know, shout out. yeah, I, I, I would love to score. I like, I love the under that game a lot. Fifty four and a half. Fifty four and a half. Yeah, I don't think Wisconsin's going to aerate it the way people think they are. At least this game, They're, why, why would they? Mm-hmm. Although Buffalo's got a decent D line, a much improved D line, they're still going to run the ball just because that's what Wisconsin does. So, so ECU is the answer. ECU is definitely the answer. Oh. I mean, although I think that line's too big too for Wisconsin as well because they have so twenty eight or something. I mean, yeah, yeah, they have yeah. way so, too much hype. But I, I don't see Buffalo scoring at all in that game. Wow, there you go. You heard it from CJ Sullivan. Rice yeah. in Texas. We know we like the over fifty eight. Oh, Rice in Texas. Temple Akron. You those Get are overs. In. You can't put a Get number high. In. Yeah, you can't put a right. number high enough for me for those overs. <laughs> Both those overs. It is college football season, folks. And remember, the bottom line bombs is following us here. But give CJ Sullivan a follow on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Once again, let me see. I have this graphic here somewhere. Yeah. Get that ticker. There you go. go. If you're there watching you know, on YouTube, nice. uh, there you go. Give him a follow and, and check out the bottom line bombs podcast. Coming, coming right up, up after yes. this on the C block. What are you doing? The C block still alive folks. All right. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter, the college football experience at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D subscribe to the college football experience, Spotify, iTunes, give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. I also host the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience. And we have the big 12 experience. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe over there. Check out the sports gambling podcast as they break down all 32 NFL teams. Get the SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store and come talk about your action in what well, that doesn't even matter. What sport it could be fucking sumo wrestling all right? Right. Uh, in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Until next time, folks, this is the college football experience. Top 10 upset style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Feel it. Power through it. Run and shoot.